from the Credit Union National Association. This is the CUNA News Podcast. Credit Union people. Credit Union ideas. One of the biggest tasks for human resource professionals is advocating for employees and promoting a culture that encourages employee growth and development. I'm Jennifer Plager, Managing Editor with CUNA News. I recently spoke with Don Bartell, Chief Operating Officer at Community First Federal Credit Union in Lakeview, Michigan, and Nicole Gabby, Director of Human Resources at Financial Plus Credit Union in Flint, Michigan. The CUNA HR and Organizational Development Council named Bartell the 2022 Professional of the Year and Gabby the 2022 Rising Star during the CUNA HR and Organizational Development Council conference in April. Bartell and Gabby talk about employee development, advocating for employees, employee recognition, and advice they have for other HR professionals. First, Bartel talks about how she establishes trust and helps employees find their place at Community First Federal Credit Union. So Don, what was your reaction when you found out you were named the HR Professional of the Year for the HR and Organizational Development Council Conference? First, I was like shocked. Um, my assistant had called and I thought, are you lying? That's crazy. You know, what an honor. Um, I feel very honored and proud to represent the whole credit union. What does receiving the award mean to you and your credit union? It's very humbling and honoring. It affirms that I am making a difference in the credit union community and in the council, the HR council. And how long have you been at Community First Federal? I've been there about six and a half years. Tim Rasmussen reached out to me, he's a CEO, and wanted to create a workspace that was good for our community that would allow those to grow and develop in their skills in our in our small niche community. And Don, when I was reviewing the nominations that were submitted on your behalf, one of the things that kind of stuck out to me was that you they said, you know, that you establish trust by being your work, their work advocate and you help employees find their niche. Why is this so important and, and how do you do it? It's important because I want each one to take their growth area and find what they can do and be able to establish that in a small community and in a challenging environment, we need to learn to adjust. And so I really like to inspire people and want them to be able to look for ways that they can help inspire someone else. So, you know, to be their advocate for the employees is really kind of showing them that they matter and each individual person has talents and has strengths and weaknesses and we work for them and I really create, we have currently 59 employees and I really consider that I have 59 individual contracts with them as far as creating their benefit package and what job they each do. So really kind of working hand in hand with them to kind of figure out their path and, and what works best for them and, and, and what they want to do. Absolutely, yes. And and as they change and grow, I really like to maintain um, time with them. We have a lot of one-on-one meetings and how are things growing. And because we all change, culture changes and our challenges of life change. And I really like to, what fits their needs now along with what fits with the credit union. So it does take energy and it takes uh, time with them, but it, the benefits are way far beyond all that effort. I bet employees really appreciate that, that too, that 
Yeah, it's it's individually like creating their own specific job for them. Another thing that I that kind of stuck out to me was that you guys have a program at, at the credit union called the uh, Community First Emerging Leadership Course. Can you tell me a little bit about that and, and, and how it helps in employee development? Absolutely. So when COVID hit, we pretty much shut down all of our training of traveling anywhere. And it took a lot of our online courses that were um, available to us a while to get into being able to use it effectively in our culture. And so my leader of training, our director of training, she's a retired school teacher. And so I kind of worked with her and said, we really want to create an in-house leadership school. And that meaning that we want to take all the soft skills that really aren't taught in high school, college, and create it in our own culture and our own space. And so we have together written a six course for our emerging leaders in the credit union, such as an example, how to ask big questions, how to do conflict resolution, what does body language say, and those type of things. And so we created this six course, and we currently we have eight people involved in there, and we are developing a second level for those that want to go deeper into it. So I think it kind of goes along with how when we have like a hybrid work environment, meaning some people work from home sometimes, sometimes in the office, or sometimes they are at different branches that way. Having hybrid training kind of helps them also adjust to the work. So if you have hybrid training as far as some is internal and some is at conferences, some is connecting to people on the council, you know, Having a multitude of different styles of training really has a great networking for each person. And for the Emerging Leadership course, is it a course that's available to all employees? Do they have to be kind of recommended by their supervisor? Right now, we're just starting with those that are like leaders by position. So it's directors, it's our branch managers at the moment. We hope to continue to develop it so that anyone that's interested, they can so we're just in our first pilot season. Okay. And what about mentoring? What what kind of role does that play in employee development from your point of view? Um, mentoring is huge. Um, it shows value. I love both sides, aspects of mentoring. Um, it gives energy. It gives motivation. I think mentorship builds trust. helps people perform to the level of excellence that they have the capabilities to do. So... Basically, the the mentorship is helping someone dream big and then giving them steps to continue their dream. And how do you guys do mentoring at at the credit union? So we have um, mentorship programs that's either very specific to a job or to a level. If someone wants to get into leadership, they go ahead and kind of submit to be in a mentorship program. We also go ahead and encourage them to be in mentorship programs across the CUNA council group um, through different areas. I think it's great to learn through different experiences from different areas of our country and different stages of life. And then big picture wise, why is it critical to have an active and engaged employee development program in place, especially for those young professionals? Well, we know our young professionals are our next emerging leaders and having programs put together and being involved with them, we want to take their strengths, their talents and help them dream it give them direction. And I think um, having the um, programs in place for them 
they feel like they have a good foundation and support team that are going to help them continue to be that next era that will take the credit union field farther than we could ever dream currently. And do you guys do anything special or specific for, for your young professionals on staff? We do. We have a YP program. We have a group that's part of FUEL, which is in the Michigan area. And so we were part of the whole state young professional program. And we decided I gave a challenge off to one of our young professionals and said, I think we can create our own chapter here. We currently have 12 young professionals part of that young that YP program. And they teach financial awareness advocacy in the high schools. They create a um, golf outing that kind of shows the area businesses, how young professionals can and offer a lot to our community, our small community. So we really challenge them to be their own leaders in-house. And we have a lot of great YPs that attend that right now. So. For your credit union, what's kind of the big HR goal that you guys are working towards right now? I can speak for myself as far as a big HR goal is really my goal that I'm working towards is leaving a legacy of helping develop exceptional leaders who will continue to develop a culture into further successes. And I think that just transcends into each one that's in the HR program is listen, really hear what people are saying to you. And then how can you make those steps actually a reality? And how do you think that's going so far? I think it's amazing. Our, we love that we are gaining young professionals staying through college. They're staying on staff once they graduate. We have people that are leaving places that they've worked for 15 years and coming to us and say, it's a happy place every time I walk in. We love that your culture is about growth and possibilities and so I think just having that goal of where can we move next and what can we do different that's best for our communities is what's really important to our those that are on staff. So my program has always been if I take care of my people, take care of the staff, they're going to take care of the membership. You've talked about culture a lot already. Talk about how how it fits in to your workplace in Michigan and how it fits into developing employees and, and making sure they're an engaged group. When we talk about our culture at Community First, we talk about a culture of respect, a culture of appreciation, and a culture of possibilities. We like to promote from within, so we continue to want to give them aspirations to grow and to find things that are challenging and yet knowing that they have a huge support right on their side. We are a team. I always say this award right here was not won by me. It was won by our whole team. And so that culture is just transcending across, not only in our buildings with our staff, but across our communities. We have done events such as our most recent event was we challenged the communities to donate boxes of cereal. And they were going to go to the area of food banks. And the credit union would do a match of a certain amount. So we challenged them in, to 250. We ended up with over 700 boxes of cereal, which we then went live on Facebook with a cereal domino throughout the halls of our credit union. And the culture that, that, that comes from that is just energizing. And I have people saying to me all the time, I skip to come to work. 
I love to come to work because we are a family. And that has been from day one since I came. It's like family first. Your family is most important because if you're happy at home, you're going to be happy at work and you're going to give me way more. So our culture is all about our people first. And that has to be a great selling point when you're looking to fill vacancies, especially in this kind of super competitive job market that's out there where people are having one, two, three different offers. They are, yes. And a flex schedule is a huge thing. I mean, I think of one of my most recent hires. I said, if I can give you anything in this job, what would you take? And she said, my son plays softball. Can I leave at four o'clock every day? I said, well, that's easy. Absolutely. Because your son's more important than you being here on the clock, you know, because I know when I have that employee from 8.30 to 4, she's going to give me everything she has. And showing that simple support of families first is really important to us. And so, and I, I just think that we need to continue to look at each individual's needs. And other than kind of that flexible schedule, that culture component of it, not just at your credit union, but kind of industry-wide, what are the big trends that, that HR professionals are, are needing to pay attention to right now, do you think? Right. Well, if I was to give them um, advice to someone that was just coming into HR, into credit unions, I'd say think out of the box. Put together individual benefit packages just because, yes, this person has this, doesn't mean it's a good benefit for the next person. And so I would say think out of the box. I would also say... Um, Ask great questions because everyone has value. Find out what is missing for them and go ahead and put together the equation that works best for them. What was the best piece of advice you've ever gotten during your career? Trust people, motivate people, and listen well. And I will say that that is probably still one thing that I remind my young professionals or any of my staff it's like we always want to assume that people aren't worthy of something and everyone has great value and to understand what their needs are is listen and uh, trust them and anything else that I'm forgetting or that you think would be super important to to kind of get out there and mention I would say as an HR anyone in the HR division of a company the best thing you can do is be an advocate for your employees. Promote excellence in them and know that you are right there either in front of them, beside them, or behind them saying you can do it. And I would say that um, a lot of times um, you can get great ideas from other people, whether in different communities, whether it's an indirect or a direct connection, such as have that mentorship, whether it's within your company or through something like the council because someone will spark an idea which will create another idea which will give energy to someone else and so knowing that you have all those connections is really called mentoring and I would say each one needs that in their career in their lives. Gabby discusses how Financial Plus Credit Union values employee development and recognition. What was your reaction when you found out you were named the HR Rising Star of the Year for the CUNA HR and Organizational Development Council Conference? I was totally surprised. 
I still don't believe I'm deserving of that. I think there's so many amazing, talented people in our HR and organizational development as a whole. And I think everybody tries so hard. Um, So once that email came through, I was just I really honestly humbled and shocked at the same time and really appreciative to Deanna for submitting that nomination. I felt really special. And what does receiving the award mean to you and your credit union? For me, actually, I think the first thing that came to mind was pressure. (laughs) It feels like there's a lot of pressure on your shoulder now is when you think of a word like rising star, obviously they're on the rise. So um, I do feel the pressure to continue to do more in the organization. But I do think that it was a, it's a great opportunity to shine towards financial plus because I think that as an entire organization, we've done some amazing things and I'm very, very proud to be a part of it. So tell me a little bit about your background in HR. How'd you end up where you are today at Financial Plus? Well, when I first started here in 2014, prior to that, I was an intern at Regional Medical Imaging for HR and going to school at U of M Flint for my degree in finance, actually. And uh, I started in 2014 and as an HR assistant part-time while I was continuously going to school. And about a year in, right around May, when I was going to graduate in 2015, is when I decided that I wanted to stay in HR and that I really enjoyed it. And since then, I've been at Financial Plus, and I started out as an HR assistant and got promoted to an HR generalist a couple of years after that, a senior HR generalist, then an HR manager, and then a director of HR. So my career has 100% been because of Financial Plus. When I was reading through the nominations that that were sent on your behalf, one of the things that kind of stood out to me and, and, and was mentioned a lot and repeatedly was the idea of talent development and promotions within the credit union. Can you talk a little bit about that role of employee slash leadership development and, and why a culture that supports that is so critical? In the start of 2020, when COVID hit, our HR team decided that we have actually a little bit more time and opportunity to really explore where our gaps are when it comes to HR. And one of the biggest gaps was succession planning. What would happen if somebody had to leave our company for six months? How would we keep the ship moving forward at a great trajectory and pace that it is today? So it really started with the idea and concept of understanding succession planning. And from there stemmed a replacement chart model, really trying to evaluate talent. And it came down to a nine box model conversation with the executives that made us really lead with leadership and the understanding and the importance of development of our people is truly the the most important thing. So I feel very lucky. We had a nine box model meeting with the executives. We talked about top talent in the organization. We talked about some of the skills that maybe our leaders today are not well-versed in or lack and that need that development in order to be the best person that they can be. And then spawned a really great conversation with Bill Tina, who is our learning and development manager. And he and I created a leadership course that focused on the elements that our executive staff really explicitly expressed in those meetings. So we really talked about time management, financial literacy, how to have confidence in your own decision-making skills, and then how to increase your sphere of influence. 
And since then, we've created this wonderful leadership course. It's a six-month-long course. And since then, we've had several promotions. You can see it in the organization, the confidence, the leadership skills, the ability to make great decisions and really understand what we're here for at Financial Plus. And what's the response been from the rest of the employees, like knowing that that's something that you guys value? I really believe that the response has been imminent in the fact that we have people just waiting to be on the next list for leadership class. I think that really says it all. We didn't start this from scratch and just said, hey, we just have a really, really great idea. We're just going to go ahead and try to do this. It was in conjunction of that succession planning, but also feedback from our employees. We received a best credit unions to work for survey, and we got some results on there that we weren't especially proud of or that we felt that we could do a lot better with. And so we took the feedback of our employees, had specialized meetings with them, and really had an opportunity to say, what's really important? It really, for me as an HR leader, gave me a great lesson in actually listening and doing that active listening that we talk about all the time. And to not only actively listen, but to put a plan into action that our employees could hear and see that we were listening to what they were doing and what they were asking for and putting into play was, I think, the reason why we are so successful at this time. Another thing that I saw in the nominations that kind of stuck out to me was something called the RISE. Can you tell me what that is and what it does and what it aims to do? RISE is our employee recognition program in a big gamut, if you will, regular, immediate, specific, and encouraging. And it's how we recognize our employees throughout. So in the past, you have that employee appreciation day, right? You look online, you Google it. What are some good themes that we can do? And let's be honest, they are heartfelt and they're fun. And you feel great for a day. We work 365 days a year or probably a little bit less than that, right? With vacations and personal time and the weekends. But we're here all the time. And so it's not really comprehensive to say, oh, we're going to recognize you for the one day. Now, don't misconstrue in the fact that that one day is really important, but it's important to actually expand really what we're about when it comes to recognition. So we took a look at all the impressions, the awards that we're doing, and how do we make sure that we're fulfilling them throughout? So we have created a couple extra awards. One of them is the Rise Extra Mile Award, and that is specifically awarded by our executive group. And our executives go through and their meetings and say, you know what, who's really been producing in one way, shape, or form? Who's done a great job in implementing a new policy or procedure? Who's made something a little bit more efficient for our membership or for our employees? Who created a brand new website? Uh, So they go around and they talk about, have a great conversation, talk about the great things that have happened in the past in that last quarter. And then they go ahead and award somebody that Rise Extra Mile Award. And during that time, we do a nice lunch for everybody, have an opportunity for those team members to talk to our executives. It opens up the line of communication. It allows our team members to feel recognized and validated for something that they work so hard on. And it's done immediately, right? So they don't have to wait for that one time a year. That's just one small aspect of RISE. There's also things such as what we call our impressions. That is through our Paylocity program. There is an impression form that you can actually submit for any team member in the organization. 
So I'm working with you, Jennifer. And I thought, wow, she did a great job with the podcast. I felt very comfortable. I felt really engaged. So I'm going to go ahead and give her an impression. Everyone in the organization can now see that, wow, they had a really great interaction with each other and it was really impressive. And so we have really taken, our our entire organization loves impressions. Last year, we had 3,500 impressions awarded across the organization. And we have a crew of 170. So that means that our team members are being recognized on an immediate basis. And honestly, it feels good to give them and it feels really great to get them back. And it makes you continue to go because you're like, wow, somebody's valuing what I do. Somebody appreciates what I do. And that's something that's really good to feel. So that's kind of like the RISE program in a nutshell. We do say that the goal is that it doesn't stay the same. We need to adapt and adjust with RISE as the needs of our employees change, right? Are we making sure that people feel valued? Are we making sure that people are being heard and that they feel that recognition on a regular basis? That's something that we need to continuously evaluate. And we continuously hear feedback from our employees too that say, hey, we should do this. And so we try to make sure that we keep that as this comprehensive program as something that's going to be ongoing. For Financial Plus Credit Union, what's kind of the big HR goal that you guys are working on right now? Our biggest goal that we're focusing on is making sure that our employees have enough tools and resources to be the best person that they can be. In 2021, we had a group meeting in HR and we called it the year of the rebuild. And we really wanted to reevaluate what HR is, what do we do, what's our purpose, you know, what are we trying to accomplish? And through that came out these little things of like the leadership development program, the rebranding of our employee handbook, the RISE culture employee recognition program. And now it's time to solidify the stones. So we have these great ideas and they all started in 2021. But now in 2022, the idea is to make sure that we are providing enough connection, enough resources for our employees to feel that they can do their job well and do it better than everybody else, right? We want to make sure that they have enough resources for them to be able to go to a training, to go to our Excel training that we have through Mott Community College. We want to make sure that they, our employees and our managers have really good trusting relationships. So we'll talk to them about how to formally uh, complete a one-on-one, how to make sure that we're keeping the lines of communication open as a whole. So that's kind of our, our biggest goal right now is making sure that our employees and our managers feel comfortable enough to talk to each other that we build trust within the organization, and that our team members feel really good about what they're doing. Nicole, during the course of your career, what's the best piece of advice that you've gotten? I really thought about this question because, you know, in some terms, some people think about advice in different ways. But one thing that keeps sticking out to me is from Brad, our CEO, which is, if you're the smartest person in the room, you should leave. And I really believe... I know I'm not the smartest person in the room, but I am surrounded by some very talented people. And it doesn't even have to be from the executive committee. It's just, I'm surrounded by a lot of talent at Financial Plus, and it makes me become a better person. And what kind of advice do you have for other HR professionals? I think the biggest advice I would have for other HR professionals would be to try. I think it's really easy for 
us to be like, okay, it's our responsibility to move the mountain. And it really isn't our responsibility to move the mountain in culture or engagement, even though they're under our job descriptions, right? Our job is to be an influencer and to create bridges of communication across the organization. Our job is to provide tools and resources for people. Our job is to bring in some fun. Our job is to empower. And when we do those things and everyone is trusting and we have the communication that's there, that's when the mountain moves. So that is our real job is to be the champion and the cheerleader for what we do and for our employees. For young professionals, what kind of advice do you have for them when they're just starting out in their careers? Become a learner, read books every single day, read something that's interesting, that's new, read something that you don't know anything about, listen to podcasts, Become the learner because the more information that you know, when you're put into a situation, you might have a little bit more context clues, which will help you with your career. And anything that I'm forgetting or that you think is important to maybe chat about? I think another thing that might just want to be mentioned is to, as an HR professional, I think it's really important to actively listen and to get involved in other things aside from HR. We have business initiative groups or bigs as we call them. And some of them are about diversity, equity, and inclusion or about the member experience. And it's really important to get involved in different parts of the organization. It helps you grow with relationship building. It also helps you grow as a person. And I think that they're very important to do. But it's also important to do this outside of your credit union or wherever you're working. It's really important that you join SHRM or in my case, I've joined the Greater Flint Health Coalition. I think it's really important to get outside of your comfort zone and get to know other people because ultimately people are amazing. It's what we do, right? So it's really great to meet other people and you never know, you might end up having a great connection with somebody that might be your next person at Financial Plus or wherever you work. Or that person might be a really great resource that you can call upon that person and say, hey, I know we had a conversation in that when the last volunteer event, I'd love to talk to you or pick your brain about this. And I think that's really important to recognize that we're not responsible for doing it all on our own. If as long as we have that sphere of influence and we're willing to try and meet new people, it can make your life easier. Thanks for listening to the CUNA News Podcast. Subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher Radio. 